Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Christine Miller, and I help scale companies six, seven, and eight figures as a business and leader strategist when it comes to their people, their teams, their communication, their conflict, and their growth. One of my clients uh, dubbed me a fixer. They said, you're a little bit of Brene Brown meets Olivia Pope when it comes to people problems. And so I love that. I've, I've adopted that moniker. And today, when it comes to people problems, we're going to talk about the people problem between your ears. Because most of our people problems start with ourselves. And we're going to build on what you've heard today from Brielle. The question is, what's stopping you, you? From Bill Hauser saying, are you obsessed with your goal? From Michelle saying, you know, let's take ownership. Let's take radical ownership. And so what I want to talk to you about today is the idea in all of these things of taking on radical ownership of growing your confidence, because that will set you apart. I know many of you see influencers and assume they just have confidence, or you see people who are where you want to be and you just assume that they're just confident enough to be there. And so today, and I want to tell you that's not true. I want to tell you they've built confidence. And I'm not talking about the it factor, the charisma. There is that. And, and well, that's another, a whole other room. But this idea of confidence, if you are a quiet person, if you are an introvert, if you are an extrovert, no matter what your personality is, you can live your life, engage in your work, in your field of play, work, play, home, with confidence and i'm going to tell you how today so as you head into this conference you know you've all been to that moment where you get ready to walk into that room and, and you're nervous and you hope people like you and you hope you're wearing the right thing and you're pulling on your dress you're straightening your tie you're wondering like which persona to be to to get people to like you and you're walking in without confidence you're walking in with an i hope they like me I can't wait to meet so-and-so. And, -so. and it's, it's great to want to meet people. But one of my favorite things to say to people when they get ready to go to the conference, and I'm going to use Glenn here, is, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to meet Glenn Lundy. He's amazing. And I'll say to them, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for Glenn Lundy to meet you because you're amazing. And so, friend, do you know that you're amazing? Do you know that you're amazing? And can you live from that place of confidence? And we're going to talk about how. Because you can grow your confidence. In fact, the definition of confidence is a state of assurance that rises from an inner knowledge that you are capable. A state of assurance that rises from an inner knowledge that you are capable. And so we're going to talk about this idea of being capable because we're all capable somewhere. We can have confidence, maybe not across the board. You know, I'm not a confident basketball player. In fact, no, I, I, I'm good at a lot of things, but, you know, I'm not good at basketball. And when we would play with our kids, they wouldn't pick me first or second or third on their team because I'm not good at basketball. I don't have a lot of confidence with basketball. Um, but I am confident in other areas of my life because I know where I'm capable. A couple of years back, I was watching the world of dance with my niece, and she, oh, my gosh, she is a dancer. You know, watching her move, going to her recitals, invariably brought tears to my eyes. Her passion, her power, the discipline she had to just create the strength to, to do the move she did and the grace she had as she soared through the air. I remember this one leap she made and her legs were beyond like horizontal. She just graciously leapt through the air and um, she, I mean, beautiful dancer. And we were talking about world dance and she said, oh my gosh, I wish I had confidence like Jennifer Lopez. And I looked at her and I said, you know, because I've studied confidence, Jennifer Lopez has talked about battling her self-esteem, about battling confidence. And she looked at me kind of stunned and she goes, really, Aunt Suze? I mean, she's beautiful. She's successful. I mean, she's an amazing dancer. And I was like, yeah, but she didn't always have that confidence. She had to find the confidence in her skills and to build that confidence. And she kind of looked at me and was like, you can build confidence? I'm like, absolutely. 
You can grow your confidence like you grow your other skills. Let me say that again. You can grow your confidence like you grow your other skills. And so if you want confidence, friends, you have to go after it and grow it like every other skill you have. Because confidence is a state of assurance that you are capable. So it's a process. You can grow confidence to know that you're going to deliver the best version of yourself wherever you show up. That you are capable. And so you're like, great, Susie, that sounds awesome. I love hearing that I can grow confidence. How? And if you know anything about me or you've spent, <clears throat> excuse me, any time with me, you know I'm always about inspiration, motivation, and equipping. And that is what Breakfast with Champions is all about. And so I'm going to give you three ways to grow your confidence today in the next 20 minutes that we are together. The first one, they all start with R, so they'll be easy to remember, is re resilience. If you want to be confident, you've got to get a resilience muscle going. And here's the hard news, friends. Resilience comes from struggle. Resilience comes from failing. Resilience comes from doing the work and learning and blowing it and getting back up again. When you make friends with failure, when you push through doubt, when you build resilience as a muscle, you will grow your confidence. And that's resilience is, is, is the cornerstone of confidence because it means I'm capable. If confidence is knowing you're capable, then that means that you've done it enough times that you know what you're good at. And, you've, and the only way we get good is to, is to go through the hard. Is to, is to do the bad, is to miss the shots, okay? And I'm going to use this Michael Jordan quote. Um, recently, our, we were with our grandson, and he was playing soccer. He's three years old, and he was on the field, and he, had, he was going for the ball, and, you know, they let all the kids line up and shoot, shoot into the goal, you know, and I was just, you know, totally enamored. And he was standing there kind of with his foot looking at the ball, looking at the goal, his little tongue hanging out. And he was getting ready to kick it. And it reminded me of our son, who's now in his 30s. And I remember when Zach was growing up, he would stick his tongue out when he was really concentrating. And there was a time when some of his friends made fun of him. And being the mama bear that I am, um, I said to him, okay, we're going to handle this. Let me show you one of the greatest players of all time who does lots with his tongue hanging out. And let your friends make fun of him. And I went on, you know, pulled out the poster. My husband had an art store, so we posters of Michael Jordan taking that, 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 um, winning shot uh it was in the dunk championship where he literally seems suspended in air you've all seen it he's like you know miles from the basket he's suspended in air his hand is up the ball is perched on his hand as he is leaning towards the goal and darn it if his tongue isn't hanging out of his mouth and i showed that to zach and i was like yeah every time they say that and you feel bad i want you to think of michael jordan the greatest basketball player of all times with him working with his tongue hanging out and that began a love affair. You know, my love of my son with Michael Jordan. We watched him. We studied him. Um, and I love this quote by Michael Jordan. And I want you to lean in as I say this, because this is about resilience. And this is about the greatest confidence I've ever seen. Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I have been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. That, my friends, is resilience. He was confident enough to say, give me the ball when I've missed 26 times because I'm so confident in my capabilities because I am resilient. I've done the work to build my inner muscle that says, when I fail, it is not fatal because I've blown it doesn't mean I'm done. 
when you fail, it's not fatal. When you've blown it, it doesn't mean you're done. It means you get knocked down and you get up again. And like MJ, you stick your tongue out and you ask for the ball. And here is an incredible statistic. I'll, 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot. That means that after the first time he took the game-winning shot and he missed, he asked for it again. That means that 22 times in, after missing, his team and his coach trusted him to take the game-winning shot again. Michael Jordan holds the record for game-winning shots and buzzer breakers. And that record is nine. Nine times he took the game-winning shot and won. 26 times he took the game-winning shot and missed. But the confidence in his capability and the resilience to continue on is what made the difference. So friend, are you confident in your abilities? Do you say, let me- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Take on that project. Do you set a goal that is so big and because you built resilience, you are confident that when you get knocked down, you will keep going? That's number one. Our number two R is results. And that's where I want you to understand nine times he got it. I'd hand her the ball, six championship rings, nine times he won. Nine times he holds the record for the most game-winning shots. Michael Jordan, nine times he did the work. And this is where confidence gets shaky. Because in our deep recesses of our minds, we know when we haven't done the work. We know when our results don't stack up. We know, but here's the thing. Our confidence grows when we do. When we have the results because we've done the work, we've learned. Remember, confidence is a skill that you can grow like any other skill. I remember being in an event um, with some really top-level speakers. And whenever I'm there as a speaker, I've spoken for over 40 years, I'm always listening to the message, but I'm also listening to how they craft their message, how they deliver their message, how they interact with the audience. And I was watching this speaker, and I felt my confidence slip a bit. I mean, I was, knew I was good, but there was a whole nother level of captivating, of using stories and pace and the way he, he was, you know, mastered the stage, the space of the stage. And I wanted to be better. I wanted to have even more confidence. And so I got busy learning the skills. I bought the books. I took the course. I watched the videos. And I did what I could to gain more confidence in my skills so I could have the results. I started young as a speaker. Yes, it's a natural gift, but I wanted to grow and hone it. We all want attaboys. We all want girls. We all want well-dones, but we've got to do the work. We've got to do the work to produce the results. And I remember sharing a couple, po a couple podcasts, a couple episodes ago or segments ago about being at Breakfast with Champions and standing there looking at my outside my window, um, being at the consortium and knowing that I had 10 minutes. I had 10 minutes to impact Len Lundley, who had no idea who I was, 10 minutes to impart some knowledge to an audience so that when my 10 minutes was done, they could walk out better equipped, more inspired, more motivated. And I remember looking at that window, out that window and thinking, I've done the work. I have prepared. I memorized my 10 minutes. I know what I've got to say. I know my content. I've worked on my, you know, my spacing, my speaking. I can do this. And I walked on that stage confident 
and I got great feedback and I got a wow, just wow from Glenn. And so we want to be able to have that inner knowledge of I can do this. I can get the results because I've done the work. So what are you doing to grow your skills to get better? Where is an area? I want you to write it down right now. One area where you're like, I want more confidence in my blank abilities. Clearly, I've never done that with basketball. I still get picked last for the team. I've never gone out and, 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 and really learned to play basketball well. I have not put in the work to be confident in my basketball skills. I've put in the work to be confident in my ability to move and motivate people to become better versions of themselves. I've put in the work to be dropped into the middle of a chaotic C-suite and said, let me help you understand each other and move through this conflict. Drop and perish, I'll parachute in and be the crisis management person because I've done the work there. I've built the resilience there. I've got the results there. So friends, for you today, where do you need to put in the work so you can have the results? So that you can have the results that you need because you can grow your confidence like you grow any other skill. Because confidence rises from that inner knowledge that you are capable. And results show that you're capable. When you get some wins under your belt, your confidence grows. Not by magic, but because you put in the work. The results, nine game-winning shots, nine buzzer beaters. Resilience is the process. Results in where you've shown up so you can deliver, so you can ask for the game-winning shot. So you can say, put me in, coach, give me the ball for me. Ask me to speak. I will deliver. Where are your results? And many of you say, well, I don't have that many. Or here's one thing I know entrepreneurs don't do and executives and high-level performers across the board. High performers rarely pause and look at their results in a positive way and celebrate their wins. They look at their results for how to get better. Where do I move the needle next? Where do I grow bigger, better, bolder? And that is great because we want to always be motivated to move forward. But you've got to pause and look at your results that said, yay me. I showed up. I did the work and I knocked it out of the park. I had the nine, if I'm Michael Jordan, nine game winning buzzer beaters hold the record. I swung for the fence and hit it out of the park if you watch baseball and, and saw the World Series. I showed up and delivered my speech, my presentation, my, my leadership of a team, my, my skills, my knowledge came into play and I delivered. And so I want you as entrepreneurs, as high performers, as executives to pause today and stop for a minute and say, yay me. I make all my clients do this and they laugh at me. I call it a yay me file. Fanzo calls it screenshot ops, ops, awesome. Screenshot awesome, sorry. Uh, yay me. Every time you get a good result, tag it, pause, let it sink in like water to the roots of a plant. You are that good. I did it. It's great to hear get well done from someone else. We want that. We're crafted for that. We long for that day from our creator to say, well done, good and faithful servant. But we've got to have that inner confidence that says, I did that well. And I have the results to prove it. I have that state of assurance from that inner knowledge that I'm capable because I have the results. I have the skinned knees. I have the scabs and the scars of resilience. And I have these results. And so today I want you to take time for a yay me. 
I have it on my desk. I have a file on my desk. And when I get a uh, on my desktop computer laptop, I'm old, so we call it a desktop, on my laptop. Um, I don't mind being old. Let me tell you, I love, I love where I am in life. The confidence that comes as you get older is priceless is priceless because you really don't care what people think and you know in your bones what you're good at. But I want to invite you today to take time to celebrate a win, to look at the results that you've worked hard for. So this is two sides of the same coin. One, you got to do the work. You got to do the work. And that little voice of lack of confidence is poking at you because maybe you haven't done the work. Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you phoned it in. Maybe you cut a corner. Maybe you didn't double down. Maybe you skipped a workout. Maybe you didn't prepare and watch Netflix instead and you know in your bones, I, I, I don't have the confidence I should have because I didn't do the work. Okay, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and make a commitment to not do that again. Make a commitment to learn, to be resilient, to let that struggle muscle grow and go, I have the resilience to next time do differently and then do differently. Do the work to get the results. And maybe... On the other side of the spectrum, you have the results and you've not paused to go, I am confident because I've showed up and I've delivered and I need to take a beat and I need to pause and go, yay me. Because if you don't have that within, you'll never get enough from other people. There's a scene in the movie Cool Runnings. It's a great movie about the Jamaican bobsled team. And the lead driver who does the, um, the knows the course and leads the team in the luge, whatever it's called, in the bobsled, sorry, in the bobsled, he asks his coach, who's played by John Candy, in this moment of, of worry, he, it's the night before the big race, and um, it's John Candy's character has um, been shamed, and he has been disbarred for the, I don't, whatever they call that in the Olympics, he lost his medals because he cheated, and he weighted his sled to win a second race, to win a second medal. And so there's that whole understory. And the guy um, in charge of the bobsled says to him, how do you know when it's enough? How do you know when you've prepared enough? And John Candy's character looks at him and says these very profound words about an Olympic medal. He says, if you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough with it. Because you see, his character, John Candy's character, I wasn't enough with one gold medal. I was seeking another accolade. And confidence doesn't come from accolades without. It is the assurance and the inner knowledge of the capability within. If you are not enough without the accolades, you will never be enough with them. And we're going to get to that with the third point, which is rest. Confidence is an assurance that brings rest. And that might seem like a really odd word. What do you mean rest, Susie? I mean rest in who you are. Know who you are. Know whose you are. Do you come into a room with a moment of, I'm here. I'm here to serve, to bless, to be. I don't need anything from anyone. I want something, sure. But I don't need it because I know who I am. And so if you have that resilience from working through hard, from failing and getting up again, from missing the shot and still asking for the ball, from doing that work, if you have the results, I've put in the effort, I've done the time, I've honed my skill, I have the results, and I have a little file on my computer or in, my, in, the, in the part of my brain or maybe on your phone to remind me when I'm stumbling. Collect your wins and pause and lean into them because that will help you remember 
yes, I am good. Yes, I've done the work. You've got to internalize those so that you are enough without them. You don't need somebody to say great job because you know you delivered. You know you delivered. And I talk about that moment on Breakfast with Champions Consortium where I had that response from Glenn. But had he not done that, I knew I killed it. I did my job and then some. I showed up. I served. I had a blast. I delivered value. And if no one had said to me, great job, Susie, I knew in my bones I did a good job. And so that's where you come and you rest. You rest in the fact that you are capable because confidence is that state of assurance rising from an inner knowledge that you are capable because you, my friend, are capable because you've done the work. And when you've all been around those people who you're with them and you can feel the energy coming off them, they want something from you. It's draining. They need you to notice them, to praise them. They need you to reassure them. And again, please hear me. It is not wrong to want reassurance. It is not wrong to want accolades. I tell people this all the time. It is part of our divine spark. There is no way God paints the sky the way he does. And we all look up and we go, oh, isn't that beautiful? And that is a praise of our creator. If God himself created in a way that we praise him and we have a divine spark within us and a, and a, and a DNA in us, we can want that same praise. <coughs> Excuse me. We just can't need it to function. We need to know in our bones who we are and whose we are and that we are capable and our confidence is driven by that. And so what we bring is rest. We rest in ourselves. We rest in our divine creator. We rest in the who we are and whose we are. And that is our confidence. That is the assurance. You've been around people where it's restful to be with them. They may be loud and boisterous and fun-loving and, and leading from the stage or leading from the back of the room or, or you know, running the, running the basketball court, whatever it is, and you just know that their energy is grounded in confidence. And you've been around quiet people. My husband is a very high introverted man, but he's brilliant at what he does. And when he walks into a room, he, we are part of a board of a nonprofit, and he does all the financing and the... Um, for them. And when he walks in the room and they ask questions about it, there is a quiet confidence about my man. And it's kind of like when E.F. Hutton talks, he listens. When John talks, people listen. They lean in because he doesn't need them to validate. When you are confident, you don't need other people's validation. Michael Jordan missed 26 game winning, losing buzzer shots, and he holds the record for winning. There's probably people who've lost more. Maybe somebody else had the courage to ask for more times than 26 times. But nine, nine is his record. Folks, can you imagine if Michael Jordan walked in and said, I, I've, I've had the most, I actually Googled it. I thought he's got to have done more than 26 game winning shots. And when I saw the word nine, I was like, what? A third. He succeeded a third of the times. And he still had the confidence to ask for the ball. Nine is the record of buzzer-beating winning shots. And he has the confidence to say, yeah, but I missed 26. But not in a, oh, I missed 26, I suck. And a, yeah, I missed 26. But I've succeeded because I failed. I have rested my abilities because I've done the work. I have the resilience. We've been around those people 
who when you're with them, there's a rest in their soul, in their being, because they know, because the confidence comes from within, because they are resilient, because they have failed and they got back up again. Resilience is going through hard to get to good and having the strength to stand at the end. The willow tree that bends but doesn't break. You don't get confidence without struggle, without failure, without resilience. And the way you get resilience is you go through hard to get to good. And the way you get there is you do the work to get the results. You don't get results without the work. Sure, natural talent will carry you, but only so far. Only so far. And Michael Jordan, again, is a great example of doing the work. Greatest basketball of all times. When, you know, you've all watched the games where people stand up to a foul line. You're like, he's done the work. He's made the 500 in a row. He's done it. Have you done the work? Because confidence comes in the assurance that you are capable because you've grown the skill. And finally, in the rest. The rest. Confidence brings a sense of rest over you. And resting in who you are gives you the confidence to walk in a room and say, hey, I'm here. You want to know me because I'm going to bless your life. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to equip you. I'm going to inspire you. I'm going to introduce you to someone who you need to know. I'm going to be with you in a way that makes you feel better about you because I don't need anything from you. <coughs> I want to connect. I want to network. I want to possibly do business together. I want you to know who I am, but I don't need you to because my soul is intact and I am confident in who I am without it. And not in a cavalier way but in a deep rest way. This, my friends, is how you create confidence. Because in those moments, you know what you bring to the table. You know. You know whose you are and who you are. And so in these last few minutes, I just want to encourage you to take five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. Take 15 minutes and think about how, I'm going, how am I going to grow my confidence? What resilience have I grown that I can celebrate. That I can go, you know what? I've done that. I've done the work. I've got the scarred knees to say I've got back up again. I have the confidence because I have resilience. What effort, what skill are you going to work on today to grow your confidence like you would grow your skill? What results do you need to, to get and what results do you need to celebrate? You know what? I have shown up. I have delivered. I have these attaboys. I don't need them. Sure, I want them, but I have done the work. My skills are honed. I've worked on my craft. And if I haven't, I've just signed up for this course. I'm going to grow for God's sake. I'm showing up to learn. So I have the results because when I have the results, I have confidence and I have the rest to know that who I am and what I bring to the table is worthy there's only one you. There's only one you. You bring something to every table that no one else can bring. You bring something that the world needs by virtue of being you. By who you are. The world needs you. And resting in that will give you confidence. And so, my friends, I invite you to lean into that today, into whatever room you walk into, into whatever you have in front of you. Build confidence. Confidence is the assurance. The inner from the, sorry, confidence is the assurance. 
rising from the inner knowledge that you are capable. And with that, I am done with my 30 minutes. I'm going to pass it off to, I believe, Andrew. Is Andrew here? Thank you for being here. Um, I don't even, I have one minute. If anybody has a quick comment or question, otherwise I'm going to pass it off. Great stuff, Susie. TM, that was amazing. Woo! TM, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying awesome reflection point for today. I loved it. Loved it. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Dora Marie. And really, if you're going to be at Grow For God's Sake, I would love you to walk in and, and, and have that rest, all of you there. Think of me. Take me with you in your heart and know people in that room need to meet you. They need to know you. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.